guys how's it going welcome back to another episode of the socal watch reviews podcast i am miguel episode 70 p ross how's it going good morning yo what's going on good morning i'm in the building you're always i'm just here man i'm I'm just here man i'm just here i can't call it (laughs) he never he never moves he just stays there with his microphone (laughs) and headphones all and and ready ready at all times he's just ready he's just ready for me to call me p ross we got another one yeah uh (laughs) uh-huh Speak even of, of another uh, of another episode, another uh, podcast, and another guest. Who do we yeah. have with us, uh, P. Ross? Yo, we have a very interesting guy right now. You know what I mean? Um, this guy's a musician, as you can see from the guitars in the background. Now. Beautiful background. You know, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, he's also a watch enthusiast. You know what I mean? And he has combined the world of music and watches in his name. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have Big Matt Stingray from What's Rock up? the Watch. What's, What's going up, on? Hey, What's, What's cracking? It's cracking, man. <laughs> cracking. What's going it's on, cracking. buddy? Man. Not a man. It's chilling. chilling. Nice. Chilling. Hey, so like where, where are you coming from? Yeah. I know you're in the you're in the US, but where where about? Virginia, actually. Oh nice. Oh, for real? Okay. Yep. yep, in Fredericksburg, Virginia, just south of DC. Okay, cool, cool. It's beautiful. Yeah, I've been to Virginia. But, but, Miguel, I originate out of California. Born and bred uh, San Diego, living in Ventura, got family still out there in uh, uh, San Luis. Mm. Um, so, yeah, man. So you're from SoCal then? Yes, sir. I originally am father born in LA, mother born in Upland. My grandmother, my 90-year-old grandmother just moved out here with us. She was up in Upland right across from the police station, actually. Wow. So, yeah. So what, my roots are in Cali, move? man. Uh, uh, actually, military? Joined, yeah, yeah. I joined the Army. My father was in the Navy. Um, so right out of high school, I joined the Army. They sent me to Germany and then to Washington State. Met my ex-wife there. And my parents actually ended up moving here late 90s, I think it was. So we kind of followed. The, the family ended up, her, my ex-wife's family and mine ended up going uh, to the East Coast. They were in South Carolina. My parents were here in Virginia. So we just kind of shifted out here. Didn't have much going on. We were living in Washington State at the time. So didn't have much going on. So we decided to come on out to the East Coast. Been here ever since. Cool. Ever plan to move back? Uh, no, sir. Now, Sally, the, the weather is amazing there i always miss the weather there but just the high cost of living and yeah. all that yeah it's just not for me sir not for me I'm okay right on, okay right okay on. well let's do a round of wrist checks and then we could get into who matt stinger is and and mm-hmm. want to talk about a bunch of different things so you're you're sure. the guest what, what are you rocking uh i can't i can't take it off man it is uh, my rolex oh, yes, two-tone bluesy yeah. i just can't you know yeah I, just sell everything people, off. Oh, I mean, it's, just sell yeah, it. yeah. oh, it's hype. It's hype. It's hype. It's all marketing. No, Rolex makes a fine product. It's just, no. it, it, it deserves a lot of hype. Does it deserve the high prices that they're asking now? I don't think so, but it is a fantastic watch. Oh, yeah. I agree with sure. you. I think, I think we all, and, and, for everybody listening, we, we have an episode up with, uh, Chris, um, and, well, from Watch Chris. And mm-hmm. it's, it's actually going up live today. But if you're listening to oh, this, nice. it was last week. Um, and we talked about Rolex, right? So that guy has a heavy collection. I mean, AB, yes. Vacheron. And we're yes. like, where's the Rolex? He's like, eh. We're like, what? Right, right. He's like, I no think Rolex? they're hyped. I love them, but I think they're overpriced. So, I mean, we, we got into that. So Yeah, that's that's my that's my dude right there. That's my dog. Chris and oh, I, yeah. we're tight like that. And 
he he's he he likes a bargain. So he has already said several times he will not spend the prices that they are asking. Yeah. And I understand it. I get it. You know, I totally do. Did you pay pay retail for that, or did you probably over? So it's pre-owned. Oh, I bought it from Bob's oh. Watches. Oh, Bob's and, Watches. And I, that's right. Yeah, ain't yeah, they, yeah. Ain't we, they in Cleveland? No, they're in Cali, I'm, man. Yeah, they're in Cali. Oh, are they? in Cali. They're like yeah. in Irvine okay. or something. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and I probably paid over. I, I, you want me to tell you what to pay? Uh, Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I paid a little over being pre-owned. It was after everything said and done, taxes and all that kind of jazz. It was fourteen thousand fifty-one dollars. So yeah, so, Ooh, so it boy. was stiff. That's what wow. I said. When you, that's the watch that makes you go. Ooh, right. Yeah, right. How, how many yeah. body parts did you have to sell? <laughs> <laughs> man, holy! Oh smoke. man. So so I, I hope you, when you pay for that, I hope you had a nice stiff drink. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I would get messed up totally. Like, yeah, it's it was. Yeah. How do the how do the if you don't mind me asking, how do the wife mm-hmm. take it? That's a lot of money, man. Oh, she, let me tell you something. I have the best wife. A lot of people say that, but I do. I was the one that was sitting here. So we had a nice. I'll give you a little background with not too much detail. N- nice little nest egg sitting there. Paid. Uh, we've been doing the Dave Ramsey thing of paying bills off for a couple years now. Right. Oh, I don't yeah, know if you ever heard of Dave Ramsey. Yeah. yeah, pay yeah so yeah. So we've been doing that. So we're, we're doing really well and had a nice little nest egg there and paid a vehicle off and just we're, we're doing pretty good. And she uh, she's the one that bought. I was the one saying, well, maybe we need to wait and build up a little bit more, um, which we had quite a bit in there. And, and she's uh, no, no, no. She just ordered it. And she mm. she's like, <laughs> I was the one sweating bullets. She's like, Oh yeah, that's I, I ordered it. It's just money, so that's awesome. Right. Can your wife uh, talk to my wife? <laughs> Perhaps. Please? Sure, I'll have her send her an email. It, it's just ink and chlorophyll or a TikTok that's or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man! All right, Piros, what are you wearing? Yeah, what you got? Uh, Seiko Flightmaster. Oh, of course, nice, nice. And classic on on, on the uh, King Leathercraft strap. King Leather, man, he does some amazing things. Great. He, he said, great. Matt, if you don't know who this guy is, I'm going to send you his information. He's based okay, yeah, in I'm California. He's okay. here in, in Northern California, and he just started his business, uh, strap business. He does everything uh, custom and by hand himself. Mm-hmm. And he's done two straps for me now. I, I'm, I'm going to feature the other one pretty soon in a video. I'm going to make a dedicated video to his straps. They're that good. And, you know, custom everything. He's like, what kind of stitching? Yeah. How do you want the sides finished? The bottom of the side, the top, yeah, the, what kind of leather? Awesome. What kind of fit? How big is your wrist? It's all right. What watches is going on? Let's help you out. I mean, it's right. it's a completely different experience. Um, obviously, you pay a little bit of a premium, oh, sure. but it's mm-hmm. quality stuff that, you know, it's going to last you forever, not some cheap stuff from China. Sure. There's right, some good yeah. stuff coming out of China, but for the most part, we nah, don't know. Yeah, most, right. yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hey, Ross, was that uh I, I'm sorry. Is that the flight mask? Is that the yellow second hand or the yellow? Yeah. Yep. Is it a yellow mm-hmm. and black strap that like yes, that? Sir. You got to coordinate, yeah. man. You've got yeah. to coordinate. Yep. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he's supposed to be sending me another one for my uh my uh devil diver. No way. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, that's cool. Well, the one that he sent me, let me let me see. Hold on. Where is it at? Right here. So, I'm going to show you the back. Yeah. Mhm. Boom, Hamilton. <laughs> Khaki. So, yeah. as you can Very see, nice. it just it just it, 
you know, it hasn't broken in. It's brand new, but that one different level, totally different level. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the Gerard Perigo. So this is, uh, I don't know if you guys could see it, but it's textured. And uh, anybody watching this on YouTube, you could see it. If you're listening, I am sorry, but I am showing two straps. I am showing the ones he did for me. So all handmade Very right nice. here. I picked them. So this one's cool. The Hamilton one, because it's 20 millimeters. So I could switch it up yeah. to whatever. This one, unfortunately, the jar pair goes like 17 point something. So oh, yeah. it only fits <laughs> this pretty much. But that's why I, I was so um, kind of hitting or kicking myself because I, I, I told him, right? I said, hey, man. I completely messed up. I should have gotten a strap that I could use on other watches because they're so mm. comfortable. But yeah, anyway, today, of course, I am rocking. I knew you were going to be rocking your Rolex, believe it or not. Yeah. So Uh-oh. I figured, you know, SPB 143, yes. yeah. so my baby. So love this thing. Man. Awesome. Is that the OEM bracelet? Yeah. Okay. I never wear it on the OEM cool. bracelet, but I did today for P Ross. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate kidding. you. <laughs> so, man, all right, let's get into this. I mean, you got a nice collection. And before we move forward, mm-hmm. Matt is known to be the guy that sends free watches to people. <laughs> <laughs> How and why? And are you just bored of these watches and you just go, hey, I'm going to send them to my boys? Look, and- to, to, to be honest with you, I uh, yeah, it's hard. Before you get into doing the YouTube channel thing and the watch reviewer thing, you think I'll buy the watches and then I'll give them away or I'll sell them or something like that. It's actually pretty hard to sell Mm. watches. I know people say put them up on eBay, but I've heard so many horror stories about people, especially the sellers. Oh, Chris went into it. Chris Chris went into it. I'm sure average, average Joe just got screwed a little while ago. Uh, I was talking to random Rob last week. Mm. And he, he stopped eBay years ago, apparently. Uh, we were in a chat on his Discord, and he's like, I don't know. I mean, people, Chris, he probably told the story. I'm going to watch it when you guys drop it today. Uh, um, about a watch that somebody returned like three months later. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, With an know? open so, case back. Yeah, right. it's oh. scratched up. People have sent back up. wrong watches. I'm not dealing with that. So then your right. only other outlet is kind of like maybe reach out uh, and do the live videos that Chris and I have done selling some and that went okay i probably sold about 10 watches but Whoa. my thing is if they're you know if they're sitting around not doing anything i would rather send them to people uh, especially youtube watch reviewers yeah. and let them enjoy them let you know i that's just cool. that's very right generous of you man it, it, it takes uh a certain type of person to like go of watches and not care about the monetary value i'd rather have oh, look yeah. man i'd rather have somebody else enjoy them if i'm not enjoying that's them cool. And I'm not going to try to. I got. I got enough money. I don't need to try to eke out every last cent from some. You know. Right. Right. For sure. Right. And take it with me. So. Yeah. <laughs> you might right. as well share it. Might as well share. That's it. right. That's right. So let's get into this, man. So let let the people know who uh, Matt Stingray is and where Stingray really came from. I mean, every time I say Stingray, I think of the yeah. Karate Kid, right? Of the of the what's the same thing. Guy? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the same thing. Average Joe is saying. No, so I am. I got this right here for you guys. So I am, and, oh, and I've had people going to listen to. It. Yeah, I am an avid Corvette enthusiast. So mm, I've owned beautiful. four four Corvettes in my life. So I nice. where it came from was I have had have it's still out there. I don't do anything on it anymore. I had a YouTube channel. My first crack at this was a a Corvette channel. 
Um, so I came up with the name Matt Stingray because I own a Stingray. And th- that was having a family car content is real difficult because you have to travel around. You got to do, you know what I mean? You got to do okay. And I can't just buy cars like, you know, like that. So, <laughs> I don't know. Your uh, wife may surprise you yeah, with a new car. She, right. Oh, she will, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so I kind of thought, what are my other interests? Uh, Guitars, stuff like that. And I said, well, I really like watches. I got into eating up a lot of, you know, just killing the watch content on YouTube. And I said, I can do this. Let me try this one. So what? So so, let's let let me stop you there before you mm -hmm. move on because I'm really interested to know this. But what was it about watches? Was it always watches, or was it one? No, 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 no. Actually, video. What was it? I was a lot. I, I tell you the truth. What got me heavy into it was a guy at work um i had a i've always worn watches i've been one of those guys that just never really paid attention to the watch you know i bought it i said oh, that kind of looks cool bought it didn't pay attention to brands movements none of that stuff makes sense um yeah. you know i just it, it was a tool for me always a tool and then a guy at work my watch broke i had a casio i don't remember what it was a stay in the steel diver a real great watch Mm. Uh, with the illuminator button on it. It was awesome. It stopped working, changed the battery. It didn't work. So obviously module died. And uh, a guy at work was, Hey man, you got to look at the, and we just started talking. And so I started researching and I started looking at, and he's a huge Invicta guy. So he pointed me in that direction. And I'm like, I like some of them, but some of them are pretty huge. And I'm not, you know, (laughs) right. So I, I was looking at all that and just, I just fell down the rabbit hole and I just started to, Look at the, um, you know, the engineering behind it and all the work that goes into automatic. That's what kind of shifted me towards automatic. And then watching YouTube, a lot of YouTube. Of course, mm-hmm. YouTube suggested Urban Gentry channel, all the big channels, you know. So I got in, fell down that YouTube rabbit hole. And uh, I just, I went nuts, jumped off the deep end. Probably two years ago is when I really just went insane for it. Mm. Got it. So after, so in the process of you having your automotive channel, you discovered watches. Yes. Okay. And then you started Mm -hmm. your YouTube channel with watches. Yes. Got it. Yes, sir. So was it, uh, were you nervous? Because I mean, obviously when you're new to watches, you you think you know it all, but you really don't. You kind of know a little bit. And to do a YouTube channel on a specific uh, topic, you kind of need right. to know a little bit about it, right? So <laughs> you, do, you do, you do. So what, so before I started the YouTube channel, I didn't jump right into it. Before I started, I probably spent a good year. I think I started, I probably spent a good year just watching YouTube and just researching stuff and reading books and reading online stuff. So somebody would say something like uh, the Holy Trinity. And I'm like, what is what the is Holy that? Trinity? Right. right. So I go research it and then I get into that. And then I'm like, what is this? This protect, this AP, this Vashron? What is this? I'd never heard of those. You know, I got people at work um, that claim to be watch guys, buddy of mine. You know, I own a tag and I own Brightling. I'm like, cool. And, and I show them a micro brand. They're like, they, they don't, not only do they not know the micro brand, but they say, what's a micro brand? Right. So they yeah, don't even right. know. You know, I would yeah. research that stuff and just, when I get into something, unfortunately, I go 100%. I dive off. You know, I don't check the depth of the water. I dive in head first. This guy so. right on. <laughs> so sure. what was that? What was that first watch for you then that you remember that as a watch guy you bought and you're like, all right, I understand what this is. Probably. Let me see. The first one that I start. Well, 
my wife again, she bought me, it was the Omega Seamaster Professional mm. 300 wow. that I just said, I had that one with the gray wave dial. And I said, I was like, that's, that's the one. As soon as I saw that one, that was my first luxury piece. And that was the one I lusted after. And I said, that'll be, that'll be it. Give me that one and I'll be happy. And uh, <laughs> boy, was you wrong. Uh, boy, was I wrong. <laughs> now, I feel it because I just seen a, a Omega Speedmaster like in the flesh and I get it. I understand. Mm -hmm. I totally understand. Mm -hmm. That's crazy, man. So how many videos on YouTube and, and how are you doing? How's that going for you? Man, I'm about to hit 1,300 subscribers. Congrats. Um, so, yeah, I'm, me and P. Ross are tracking right along the same, pretty much the same. I, I think yeah. I got, yeah, we're right up there. We, I think I got 100 and over 100 videos, 110. To, I haven't really checked uh, lately, somewhere over 100. But, you know, I, another thing, too, that I would do is when I talk about research, I would also watch, I'm um, subscribed to channels that, help help you with your youtube channel and explain a lot right, of stuff yeah. and so oh, yeah okay. you know like nick nimmin and some of these other ones right. telling you how to fix your background how to get more subscribers and some of that stuff is just to drive traffic to their channel right. but if you glean some of the details out of there like i was expecting they said you typically about your first year average channels hit about a thousand subscribers and they don't really start moving until after about a hundred videos. So I was prepared for all that stuff. It's a grind. Like anything you, you guys know, I ain't got to tell it to oh, you. Yeah. You yeah. guys already know it's a grind. And I think it's how long you can last the grind. And if you can, you know, stay in the game it determines a lot of whether you, you're successful or not. Oh, it's, yeah, a lot sure. it's a lot <laughs> of work. It's a lot of work. And to be honest with you, everybody listening and watching, that's why we like feature featuring other YouTubers because mm -hmm. they understand that this oh, is yeah. kind of unspoken kind of language that we all speak and, and, and we know the struggle. Yes, sir. We, we know that some people um, come into this game and do one or two videos and rise to the top, which is rare. It's but then there's rare. people like us that we have to grind. It's been years and videos, multiple videos and multiple late nights and early mornings. And it's been, it's been tough, but I guess at the end of the day, we do it because we love it and we love watching mm -hmm. it. We love oh, the yeah, community. Absolutely. And then we love the aspect of actually putting in a video together. Right. So. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think people, the pe especially the people that drop rude comments and we all get them. We all yeah. get them. Uh, they, they have no clue. You know, they, you talk about walk a mile in somebody's shoes. They, they don't want to get in the arena. It's, it's right. either like, I, I sometimes I want to say, if you're going to criticize, man, spend some time in the arena before you say anything. Well, yeah, of course. And they and, never, you know, and they never do. You they know, never do. They just, they're too scared. They just have low self-esteem. That's it. That you, is. That's you know. it. But you know, the, the craziest thing is, is full circle, right? So those rude people leave these dumb comments or whatever. Mm -hmm one day they're going to have a kid or maybe they already have a kid. Well, YouTube's a big thing for kids growing up nowadays. Oh, yeah. What happens when their kid starts a YouTube channel and they mm -hmm. get a rude comment? Now they're going to be like, oh, well, somebody's being mean to my kid. Well, yeah. dumbass. We're doing <laughs> yeah. the same thing. Some yeah. of these guys so ignorant, they'll troll their own kids. So, yeah, true. <laughs> you know, yeah. they don't care. So, uh, we see you have some nice guitars, as you see in the background. A lot of them. Uh, how do you, your you. love for music and watches clash with each other? Well, I try to put them together. That's my new format. I just started maybe 10 videos ago. I said, you know what? I'm going to try to merge my two loves in because it is rock the watch channel. Right. I said, I wanted yeah. to add a little bit more rock. And that was when I started it. I said, 
you know, I always wanted to be a rock star growing up and then life gets in the way. So um, they say being a rock star is 90% luck and 10% talent. And, and I can attest to that. Again, it was, right. it's like you grind those out in local bands and stuff like that. So I love uh, rock music, rock guitars, and I love watches. So I said, hey, that's when I started my channel. I said, hey, let's try to merge the two together. But I didn't really, I wanted to put more rock into it recently. So the last, you know, 10 or so videos, I saw a little bit of guitar playing and stuff like that there. And of course, so it doesn't clash. There's where it, it comes together. Where it clashes is obviously money. You know, everybody right. works from a from a a, a a finite amount of money. So the two have to, they kind of got to go, am I going to get a, a guitar this time or a new watch? So it ebbs right. and flows as the collection of watches grows. Say, okay, I can slow this down and get another guitar. Or, But right. then it also gets to the point where I'm like, I got enough of all of it. So, so yeah, like, oh, sure. you know. <laughs> So how many guitar? I mean, I see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guitars. There's yeah, there's seven on the wall, and I have one, two, three, four on the five, probably twelve or thirteen. At one time, I used to have like twenty-two guitars. At one time, way back in the day. Oh yeah. So what Mm. is it about guitars? Is it just like watches? They do the same thing, but they they look different, or do they each perform like a different task and sound different, or, or? some of them like this one right here above my head this uh-huh. blue one which might look black on camera that's a seven string so normal guitars have six strings now okay. this is a seven string so it's got a lower um string on it so it sounds heavier like more of that real heavy metal type of stuff mm. um, so but then the rest of them it's it's basically different styles and colors and then the the things on there the pickups they might sound a little yeah. bit different and the next might be a little bit so they're they're they are actually kind of like watches. They they're a little bit different, perform the same task, but they have different shapes and styles. And yeah, so actually right. now that you mentioned it, they are a lot like watches. Right. Yeah, that's so. kind of cool. So are you still on a banner or or no, just, no, no, you no, just no. collect them? Yeah. Yeah. We uh shoot, probably I think it was two thousand eight or ten was the last last band I was in. Um we record a couple CDs up in Brooklyn new york and then i met my current wife and we had a kid and got to so that kind of stuff you guys know how that is yes right. that goes mm-hmm. to the side wow it has she, to it has to yeah was she a fan of your music is that how you met her not really no. oh okay okay all right <laughs> no not really no all right <laughs> well so switching back to watches, we we obviously saw your notice to retrospect uh, yes. video, which belongs to to your boy Chris, and I actually yes. own that exact same watch, same dial, same everything. And believe it or not, that's how I met Chris. Mm-hmm. So I bought my watch, and I was just looking online for some reviews on the notice retrospect, and his popped up, and then he had another video and another video, and I was like, "Who's this guy?" And we connected, you know. I left messages, and I was a fan first. And mm-hmm. then we Me sort too. of started talking and became friends, right? So, um, so I guess the, the reason I bring that up is because we really want to get your opinion on microbrands. Obviously, we know you like them, but but mm-hmm. tell us why and may, maybe speak about the the value of them or or the differences between them and, and a regular normal brand. So, well, that's one of the reasons. Well, first of all, let me talk about the Notice. That's a fantastic watch, especially mm-hmm. the dial color you have that that real light salmon. i call it a champagne but it's a salmon dial it, yeah. it, but it's you know man that's a great watch that is a fantastic watch and i think 
I think you hit it, you mentioned it before, value for money is where micro brands really shine. And they also, uh, they will also do things that the major brands either are resistant to, or they, they just don't care, or they fail to do it. They just don't listen to their, the, their customers or audiences. And so they'll do things like their loom is ridiculous on micro brands. Mm-hmm. You know, typically loom is ridiculous They'll do like that notice sandwich dial. They'll do things like uh, Zelos is one of the ones oh, yeah. that will, they'll listen to their customer base. Say, hey, this is not right. They'll change it. And they'll, you know, hey, we would like a, a ceramic bezel or sapphire bezel insert or this and that. They do, they fill the gaps where people wish these major brands um, would do yeah. certain things like Seiko. Uh, you know, <laughs> you guys, you guys had, you guys Absolutely. had Mark from Long Island watch. I bought one of his out when he first came out with his Islander and okay. he brought out the white dial with like a light blue chapter yeah. ring, light blue bezel. Mm-hmm. I bought that thing because one, the SKS was discontinued and two, it did all the things that had all the specs and features. I wish the SKS had, you know, Sapphire bezel insert, fully loomed uh, bezel, Sapphire um, crystal, screw pin bracelet, all that. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. Mark killed it with that watch because he said, all right, what is, everybody loves the SKS for the most part, but what is, what do they wish it had? Sapphire, hacking and hand winding, solid link bracelet with screw pins, a better clap, you know? And he said, okay, boom, and did it. And I think that's where micro brands, they shine. They sh- and he did it for cheaper. Right, oh, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. So how many do you have in the collection? How many micro brands? I was, I, I figured you might ask that this morning. So I was counting. I think it's somewhere around 13. I might've missed Whoa. some, but I think it's somewhere around 13. You want to name drop some of them? Obviously. Long so I have Island. the Islander. Yeah. I have Zelo Swordfish. Now, now I'm not going to be able to remember them. Uh, I got the, um, I just got the uh, Traska Free Diver. That's a That's great a beautiful watch. watch. That is That's an awesome watch. watch, man. Man, Traska makes some great watches. Uh, I have... So there's three. I'm trying to think. Um, spinnaker? No. No, I did have a spinnaker. I sold that one. I sold a spinnaker. I spinnaker Bradner. Monta watches too. I do not have a Monta. No, sir. Um, shoot, I can notice. Look at three. <laughs> Obviously, notice you don't have one yet. Mm-mm. No, not yet. Yeah. Because they don't make that. I can't find that sanding dial one. Oh, it's hard. So, They're hard to find. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would buy that one. That would have to be my favorite one. Um, and they don't. And when I went on the website, when Chris sent me his, sold I, uh, out. <laughs> yep. Yes, sir. So I said, mm-hmm. well, that's you know, <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that journey. <laughs> that's it. Yep. <laughs> Micro brands definitely shine. I think my big pet peeve be packaging. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And when you pay a certain amount of money for a watch, you want the packaging to be like totally great. Like, I just got this Aries Gold. The packaging on that watch is outstanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, that, that's where Seiko and some of the big boys fail, for sure. They do. They, Rolex is the worst with that. Although, see, man, I'm kind of in the middle, to tell you the truth. I'm kind of like, the main focus for me is the watch. Uh, but there is, I agree with you, Piras. There's something about presentation that takes right. it to that next level. Right. And... But on the other hand, the practical side of me says, forget that four or $500 beautiful box and put more of that into the watch. True, true that. 
So, so I'm kind of right. torn because I right. cannot lie emotionally. Like when I open my Omega Speedmaster or my Zenith Defy and that box, the box is mm-hmm. just beautiful. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, it, it, it emotionally, it takes it to the next level. Yeah. So I like that part. And then when you get a Rolex and you spend $14,000 on a Rolex and it comes in this crappy green box and a cardboard outer box, like, what the heck? Right, right. But then you put the watch yeah. on and you're like, oh, I can oh, see where right. they're not going to want to focus on the box. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So That makes sense. A lot of sense. So, yo, check this out. Seiko versus Citizen. Mm. Which do you think is best? You know what I'm saying? I love questions like this. I love yeah. putting people on the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, it's like, ooh, that's a tough one. Citizen being the number one. Ain't Citizen like the number one soul watching the world? They are. They I think are. So. You know what I mean? So, yeah. what's up? Oh, that's a tough one. Tough one because I like, I like Seiko. I'm a fan yeah. of Seiko. I like their designs. Uh, their dive watches are awesome. I have Seiko Samurai. I have Seiko SCC 637, something like that. My wife bought me. I like Seiko. Seiko has issues, um, especially lately. You know, everybody's famous yeah. for the, the bezel alignment issues and the chapter ring and the alignment issues and the cockeyed magnifiers on the glass mm-hmm. sometimes and the, the cheap hollow bracelets and, yeah. you know, and then now moving up market and raising their prices on models uh, significantly in some cases. But I still like them. Despite all that, I still like them. I, I, I was going to say, you know, being a Seiko fanboy, does that really matter? The, it's, the- it's, it, uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's I, I overlook <laughs> it on any other watch. Right, I'd right. Be like, Ah, piece of crap, you right. know, throw it away. But, but on Seiko, you're like, ah, okay, it's, okay. it's Seiko. It's okay. It's Seiko. Seiko. Right. I don't know how they got right. to that point. It blows my mind because if you, if you saw some stuff on, I don't know, maybe even Citizen, you'd be like, what? This is, this is inconceivable. What is this? Right. You know, people would be outraged. But Seiko, they're like, eh, we're used to it. So it's Seiko. It's Seiko. <laughs> now, on the other hand, Citizen, like you said, people are, it is the, it's the largest selling brand in the world. And EcoDrive is fantastic. Yeah. yeah EcoDrive yeah. is awesome technology. You don't get any, any, at least in the ones I've owned, you don't get any bezel ali- alignment issues typically with Seiko or anything like that. But some of their designs are, I think Seiko, let me put it this way. I think Seiko right now, and they are um, making moves. If you've seen that, um, video that's talking about Chris again. And we talked about on our live stream with uh, their automatic that they're stepping in their offering. Like, I think they have like a $7,000 automatic watch they're coming yeah. out with. Uh, so they're making moves. Mm. I think citizen makes a better watch. I think their quality control is better. Uh, but I'd have to choose Seiko. Honestly, I'd have to choose Seiko <laughs> just because even though despite all that, and, and sometimes it bothers me to say it because, like I said, it's, it feels like we're letting them get away with certain things they shouldn't get away with. Right, but right. It's Seiko. It's Seiko. It's yeah, Seiko. Yeah, the design sure. language of a Seiko is just so it, different than a it, citizen. It there, is. there are certain citizens that look really nice, but for the most, no, 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 part, there are. I don't and I have a couple. Be. Shoot, I have that. Uh, I think. I think when people think a citizen, because EcoDrive is so good and so popular, that's what they think of. And yeah. Seiko, I mean, and Citizen, sorry. They don't make a, a, a 
lot of automatics. I have one, a Citizen Pro Master, uh, the Fugu mm -hmm. Edition, white dial with the red bezel. I love that watch. It's great. Um, so I think you're right. Styling, it's a fantastic watch. Citizen makes some great watches. I, shoot, I think I own four or five of those. They're mm. great watches. But oh, yeah. for me, yeah, I'd have to say Seiko's design and their look and, and stuff like that is just better. I'd have to go with them. Mm, cool. and, and let's not forget Seiko does some of the best styles for the money. I mean, whew. oh yeah, for sure. They do. They Absolutely. do. It's incredible. I think that's my problem with Citizen. Like I just I have a couple Citizens, but I just mm -hmm. can't fully get into Citizen like that. You know what I mean? So I can't yeah. connect with them. Yeah. Right. So it's it's nothing to do with the 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 movement because it's a respectable movement and, mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. the heritage and all that. It's just the design. It looks so Isn't that weird, weird to me? Isn't yeah. that weird how there's mm -hmm. certain watches you think you feel like, oh man, I should like this. This right. is a great, the, all the specs and features line up, the value right. lines up and you're like, and you, you nailed it. You just, I, it's called connecting with it. It's exactly right. what it yeah. is. You're like, I just can't connect with it. Something about it right. is uh -huh. off, you know? Yeah. And no, this is on Belova and Belova, I think been killing it. You know what yes, I'm saying? It's like different. Different yeah, DNA, sure. different everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of the watches that I do like from Citizen, but I'll be hesitant to get because Night there's up. so many Franken watches. Is the the Bullhead Chronograph? The bull oh, okay. Mm -hmm. The the vintage one. I've I've loved that watch for a long time, but I've heard some horror stories about like oh, Fran they're Franken watches. They're all over the place, mm. and people they're not real. And it's like uh it's almost like a like a Seiko. Um, uh, Crap! What's it called? The uh, the chronograph, the yellow one. I, I completely forgot the name of it. The astronaut one. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The one that has a Pepsi. One. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll come back to it. I'm sure I'll remember. Okay. But mm. it's it's a, it's a chronograph. It's an automatic chronograph worn by one of the astronauts. I completely forgot the name of it, but mm. uh, it has a, a Pepsi bezel inside and a and a yellow dial. And that's that's another one of those watches that I've been wanting to get, but. Uh, the poke i'm sorry the poke seiko poke oh okay so i don't know if you guys know what i'm talking about but the poke is is uh, uh watchables worn by one of the astronauts and it's it's loved by a lot of seiko collectors but again it's one of those watches that have been franken watched and it's really mm -hmm. hard to get an original one mm -hmm. so anyway so yeah. all right cool so seiko it is for you Seiko mm -hmm. it is for me, P. Ross. Se definitely Seiko. 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 Okay, definitely cool, Seiko. cool, cool. So with that said, I am curious. We've asked this question to multiple guests, and I'm curious to know your answer because, I mean, you you have, at least I know you have two of these. I'm not sure if you got one of these, but let's go into the question. So Swiss, German, or Japanese? I know you got Swiss. I know you mm -hmm. got Japanese. Not sure about, mm -hmm. uh, about German, but but what's, what's going to be your pick? Mm. Swiss, I probably probably be Swiss. I do not, Swiss. I do not have that I can think of, and I and I've actually been thinking about this lately to get on the channel. I don't have any experience with German watches. I've been wanting to get like a Zen or a Damasco or cool, something yeah. on the channel yeah. so I can you know see what it's like because I don't really like to speak on things I don't have experience on. Yeah, firsthand experience, you know. There's a lot of channels out there that be like, ah, you know, say something about the watch and never even touched it just based right. off of, you know, forums or other YouTube videos or something. So I don't have any experience with German watches. Now I hear they're amazing, especially the high-end ones like the Langas and stuff like that. Yeah. But as far as, 
I, you know what, too, I don't know if it's a very fair comparison for me from Swiss to Japanese because the Japanese watches that I do own are Seiko's, Citizens, stuff like that. And those are great watches. I, want, I also want to get a Grand Seiko on the channel mm, yeah. so that I can compare you know, the Grand Seiko to like a Rolex Milgauss or something like that. Are they, are they similar watches uh, for a lot less you know, money? Or very different price points. Um, I hear that they are. They look great. That Seiko Snowflake with that spring mm-hmm. drive. Yeah, buddy. Fire. <laughs> that thing, yeah. No. Fire. Fire. Yes. Yes, sir. Fire. Um, <laughs> so, uh, for me, based off of my experience, I'd have to go with Swiss. Okay, Ooh. that's not a bad choice. That's a great I, choice. I, you know what I found so interesting too. There's uh, Germans. We talk German, right? Zinn and 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 all these other watches, and a lot of them actually use a Swiss movement, right? Yes. Which is kind of funny because yeah. if, mm-hmm. if you think Japanese, they really do use Japanese movement. Right. Yes, they do. Swiss uses a Swiss movement, but you get into German unless you get into the higher end stuff. Then it's like yes. in house. Of course, you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, but. Mm-hmm. Nomos, uh, I think they use a, a Swiss movement, right? Nomos, and I'm not for sure. Zen, That's an interesting question. Laco, huh. I mean, yep. actually, Laco uses a Miyota movement, I think, in some of their watches. So it's it's interesting to really think that they're maybe produced in Germany, but they're not using German movements. Mm, right, it's kind of an unfair question, P. Ross. Maybe to rethink that one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I Maybe guess when we'll it to... take German out. Yeah, well, may, and there's so <laughs> many variables there too. Because, like you say, you might uh, it might come down to straight just the style of the watch. Um, what do you like, you know, better? And then there's different in, in the Swiss. There's you could break it down into individual brands in those different categories. Like, you know, is Omega uh, a, a better value than Rolex? And do they make a watch that is equal in quality to Rolex? I would say yes. Yes, um, 100%. They do. They do. And, 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 you know, now you can get a Seamaster for almost a third of the price of a Submariner. So, yeah. Nomos actually uses in one of their watches an in house built caliber Alpha. Hmm. In one of their watches, though. In one of the watches. In one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so this one. So, how do you feel now he's showing see. us? No, nah, it's a, it's a little overexposed. I can't see it a little bit. Yeah, no, most man. Ooh, nice watches. I'm just so mm-hmm. simplistic. That's that's the one thing I do like about some of the German watches. Like yes, that clean, that, that Bauhaus design. The Bauhaus yes. design is so simple different. Design. It's simple mm-hmm. design. It's not for everybody, but I mean, I think it appeals more to people that like that. Um, Daniel Wellington. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, you know people. <laughs> People like that, you know, younger, younger mm-hmm. kids maybe do like that. I know my brother-in-law likes a very clean design. He sees some mm-hmm. of my dive watches and he goes, oh, that's, <laughs> it looks, it's too much. I, I don't like it. But then he sees something simple like a Bauhaus movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, dial and he goes, oh, great. That's, that's cool. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if money wasn't an object. What would be your ultimate grail piece? It's funny you're talking about Swiss, German, and Japanese watches. It's actually a German watch. <laughs> it's, mm. oh. it's actually, yeah, it's actually a German watch. It's the that, Longa? Talk yes, the Longa Zeitberg. 
the one with the that's yeah. a digital watch but it's a mechanical digital watch yeah you know, it's got the oh mm. my, that thing is awesome that thing is awesome man but not only are they like very limited production they're like what 80 90 probably shoot oh, they're yeah, probably a hundred thousand yeah. dollars now and that's mm. you know wow i mean you can yeah, guarantee that, any that other it, any specific uh, do they have different uh uh, color variations that I don't know. I think they just have, they might just have the one with the black dial mm. and the, and the white, um, rollers, like digital number, that thing, it, the, there's a video on YouTube. I forget who, who did it, but the work that had to go into that sucker. And I just don't mean the decorating, but the, but the engineering that had to go into that movement to make all the numbers snap at the, at the right time. And, we're, oh man right it's crazy mm. it's I, I appreciate it just for that uh, so man that's a, that's a beautiful yeah. watch for me you uh, know i i um so i get it, i've been getting a lot into like independent watches right just kind of mm-hmm. researching a little bit more and i know chris your your friend chris is is obviously really big into that oh yeah and i always keep talking about ming and uh, yeah. fp Jorn, and yeah. it's kind of like everybody knows about that but yes. there's another watch that maybe a lot of people don't know about and i i had seen them and uh not sure how many people know about them but it's uh gronofield Gron- gronofield i i hope i'm pronouncing it right so mm-hmm. these guys if you guys haven't seen them Oh God! So these guys are brothers. They're the Gronofield brothers. They used to work for AP, mm. and one of them did like the complications, and the other one did something different. So a few years ago, they're like, "Well, why don't we kind of do our own thing?" You know, we we come from a watchmaking family. Not they weren't watchmakers, but they were watch repairers or whatever. So, mm-hmm. anyways, they they started their own things, and oh my God, I mean they're incredible watches and they're not in switzerland they are i'm I'm trying to figure out i'm on their website right now uh they're in the netherlands or i forgot mm. where they're where they're from but man if you see some of their watches i mean eighty ninety thousand dollars and it, they're just incredible incredible watches and and i know they're super hot and hard to get and it's just in, in, incredible what they're what they're doing the netherlands yes for the netherlands in-house movements tourbillons Oh my God! Yeah, all yeah, hand built or yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, these, so these would that replace so... your grill watch, McGill? I mean, I still want the Rolex and Mariner, you know, <laughs> in, in the collection. But uh... look, the Rolex, you know, for all the hate Rolex gets, they nailed it with the Submariner. They really do. There is a reason that people chase that Submariner. There's a reason yeah. that it is the most copied or homaged watch out there. There's a reason for it. And you don't realize, didn't you borrow one, Miguel, for a while and do? <laughs> so I, but yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't leave the facility with it, okay. but I had it on the wrist for a little bit and I played with it and I, I, I get it. I mean, was I, it an I, older, I, was it an older one or was it a, I forget the reference, but it wasn't, um, it was a pre maxi pre maxi. Okay. Case. Okay. And it was still great, a great watch. Yes. It wasn't from the eighties, obviously. It was a right thousands watch, and I could tell the quality, the bezel, the the feel. I but I, they're just not worth the price. That's, no, you're right, you're you right. Know? But that's that's where I think a medium, like even back in the day, television and now YouTube and the internet, that's where a medium loses it. You there's a tangible aspect to products yeah. in general, and <clears throat> and even and especially wristwatches. You got to get it in the yeah. hand. Sometimes it's hard to describe when you hold it and you're like, 
just hoping it. You go, I get it. The machining, the way it it works together, how finely made it is. And I could imagine that a hundred thousand dollar watch is probably you can oh say, I, I I get it, you know. Mm-hmm. I sent you guys, uh, gentlemen, uh, a link in our little mm-hmm. chat right here because I really want to get you guys' reaction on this. And if you go on YouTube, Tim Mossel actually, they have a few for sale. And it's, it's, it's incredible. Like, you look at the movement and you're like, all right, this is in par with, like, F.P. Jorn and those guys. It's it's it, I've never seen anything like this. It's just... It oh, caught my eye. Beautiful. I was like, how much are these things? Yeah. And then I saw the price tag and I'm like, all right. Oh, yeah. These are, yeah. Oh. Yeah. These are beautiful. Let me look. Yes. No, they're, they're incredible. Like the movement mm-hmm. when you see it in action Ooh. and everything. And mm-hmm. the thing is, when these guys came out and said, we're going to mm-hmm. start our own brand, uh, the first mm-hmm. watch they came out with was a Turbion. So they just, they just basically right <laughs> out the gate. They're like, let's, let's do it big, you know? Let's shoot for the stars. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. So it, I would of, much rather field. spend money on something like this than like, let's say the Patek 5711, which oh, is really? just because they, just because, well, just because if you break it down to the Patek 5711 is stainless steel watch that's now over $100,000 crazy you want to talk about overpriced people complain about overpriced submariners that's super overpriced so yeah no for sure for Mm -hmm. sure so kind of segueing from from rolex and and being uh you know an icon um obviously as you know because it is an icon it gets replicated a lot so i'm not talking let's not talk about replica watches because i'm Pretty sure you're not yeah. down with replica watches. Not in, in the least. No way. Yeah. But what about homage watches? And I'm not I'm not talking homage watches where they borrow some of the aesthetics, like, oh, well, mm. it kind of resembles that other. No, like straight up just carbon copy, different, different branding. How do you feel about that? They basically just copy it and switch the Pagani design like to Mariner. How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to get this one, boy. I saw that reaction on his face. I can't wait to get this. (laughs) Yeah. So, I, okay. So when I first started the channel, I was all, um, I was curious about them. So I bought a few, um, mainly off of channel, like, uh, Jody from just one more watch and stuff like that. He loves that stuff. There's, there's obviously a lot of channels out there that are into that. And so, I bought, I think I bought four or five Pagani mm. designs. Um, you know, everything from the Daytona one to uh, one that looked like a um, Tag Heuer Ottavia. Um, and I and I don't remember the other ones, but I think it was four, four or five. You and the Submariner homage? I did not. I did not get okay. the Submariner one. Um, and every single one of them has had major issues for, for me. I know people are, I've got mine. It's great. I have, I'm I'm up to like four or five strikes right now. I just don't even want to touch anything uh, on AliExpress anymore Mm. because you know, you know how people have different experiences with some things. Some you'll get great. I I think with those quality, quality wise, it's a crap shoot Uh, design wise. I think it's lazy because some of these like San Martin and stuff like that, they they make a pretty good watch. They actually do quality wise. Uh, if they came out with their own designs, it'd be um, I think it'd be a lot better. I am not a fan anymore of Omaz watches. You know, my attitude is it's your money. You do what you want with it. Oh yeah, if, absolutely. If it, it, you know, it's it's your money. I'm not going to hate. I don't hate on nobody. If that's what you want to do with your money, that's totally cool. For me, not anymore. Not 
I just can't, you know, and also to tell you the truth, just may, and maybe this is an ego thing. If I was rocking something that looked like a Submariner and somebody walked up to me like, Hey, and they were wearing a Submariner, a real one. They're like, hey, nice Submariner. Like, oh, well, no, oh, thank you. And you got to be like, wah, wah, wah. You right, know? right, right, <laughs> like, right. This is, this so. is the imitation of your watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> kind of like, you know, put it in, put it in perspective to some other things. You ask people if they say they would rock an homage watch, be like, okay, well, so would you rock an homage Ferrari? It's like, uh, would you take one of those back right. in the day? I'm old. So back in the day, they used to have this car called a Pontiac Fiero. Oh, and yeah. You remember those? And they oh, had yeah. body kits. You could take the body off the Fiero and put like a fake Lamborghini body or a Ferrari right. body on it. Yep. And, you know, but come on, you open up the inside. You're like that. Ah, it's a fake. And then. Right. I guess some people are okay with that. I would never be okay with that. Just I like just, driving, you know, like driving a Chrysler <laughs> 300 thinking you got a Phantom. A, a Bentley, right, or a Phantom. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. What, exactly. what I just don't get is, is, is there's so many good watches out there with original designs for maybe a little bit more than what you pay for an homage, but yes. you get better quality, you get reputation, you get homage. You, I mean, not homage, uh, heritage. You get yes. so many things. Case in point, Right. So this is maybe a little bit more than an homage watch. The mm -hmm. Hamilton khaki field, yes. right? Like 300 and something bucks. But come on, really? I mean, this is I know this is not going to break unless I do something stupid with it. But right. from, a, from a quality standpoint and in design aspect and history and everything, it just kind of blows the competition out the way. You know what I mean? And I, I, I just don't get it and and uh i think people that don't get it or, or we don't like homage watches we almost come across as snobs right because yeah you matt like you're wearing a, a rolex on your wrist mm -hmm. so for you to say i don't like it, then people will be like well of course he doesn't because he has a real thing on his wrist but it's like it's not even about that even if you don't no. own the the real thing if you don't like it you don't like it you know what i mean and it, it, it's yeah, just, no you're absolutely right it's not I, look i i, I challenge anybody to look at my collection, I'm looking over a, a table. I got, I have everything from $10, $17 Casios. Both my kids have F91Ws. I have Invictas still. I have, I have a $50 Star King. Okay. Do I wear it a lot? No, but I, ha I bought it at the beginning of the channel because it had Sapphire, 50 bucks, right. automatic movement, wow. Sapphire crystal, yeah. you know, so I wanted to see, I wanted to experience it and see what it was like. Uh, I have got, it's a funny thing you mentioned that. These uh, people would say watch snobs and they think of people that own higher end pieces as the snobs. I've gotten more affordable watch snobbery hate comments on my what? channel for daring to mm. question the the build quality of a Pagani design or a Star King or something like that. So it's really weird. But I have everything from from. Like I said, $10 F91Ws all the way up to my Rolex and everything in between. So, yeah, it's that's what's up. That's crazy. Yeah, I, yeah I, I just don't get it. I mean, we, we've obviously had people on the show that, that talk about homage watches because they, they build their yeah. YouTube channels on homage yes. watches. Mm -hmm. And they obviously defend them and everything. But here's a, here's a funny story. So we had... Uh, Oscar, right, from I Bought a Watch. And I followed mm -hmm. his channel and everything, and it was all yep. homage, homage, homage. But the guy ended up picking up a Christopher Ward, and I see mm -hmm. that he wears that thing with pride. And then he got together with Artham Straps, and he got an Artham Strap on that. So obviously he elevated his game, and I know that he knows the difference. And when we had him on, you know, he oh, was yeah. defending 
the Felita and then this and that. And then, but I'm like, well, I get it. But have you experienced something different? I forget what he told us, but now, I mean, the proof is in the pudding, as they say, right? Yes. I, I see that since he got this Christopher Ward, he wears the heck out of it. Right. He's always pretty much wearing it. So it's like, well, what does that the really tell you? The game has changed. The game yes, has it changed. Does. So yeah. what does that it tell does. you? And right. the funny thing also about Jody, so just one more watch. We we had him on the show and mm-hmm. oh, a yeah, really I humble guy, that. really humble guy. Awesome. But dude. he focuses a lot on affordable pieces, if you will, yes. right? And AliExpress and this on a show. But every time that I see him on vacation, he's wearing something nice on the wrist yeah he's not really mm-hmm. wearing an homage right. watch on the wrist so you would never seen where that to v's <laughs> so no. that's just what i'm saying no. it's like yeah. how much how much of it is You're to right. get views and get money versus how much does he actually really like and actually wear himself you know what i mean i feel I, like he's just, a per- he's just a presenter presenting to people and spending his yes. own money but to make more money right because people yes. are like well but he's buying the watches well yeah because mm-hmm. it's an investment if he spends 50 bucks on a watch, he's probably going to get well, yeah. a few hundred he, bucks. With, if not a thousand right, bucks. with his views mm-hmm. on that one video, he might yeah. make four times his money on that one right. video. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I going back to the homages a little bit, I, I knowledge is why would you ask the question? Why would you spend money on, a, on an homage or an homage and not buy something better? I, I think knowledge is power. I think a lot of people out there don't take the time to even dig in. Like I said, the, a buddy of mine at work is like, what's a micro brand? They, 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 don't, they don't even know what a micro brand is, let alone right. micro brand brand names. Yeah. So if they took a little bit of time to research and spent just a little bit more money, there is a, you, there is a, diff, a big difference between a $75 Pagani design Submariner and let's say 150 to 200 Let's just step it up to $200. Kick in an extra 125 and you can get, you open up a whole new world. Forget oh, yeah. it. If you go to the $500 range, you can get oh, yeah. great watches for $500. Mm-hmm. You can get Tissot's, you can get Hamilton's, you can get some fantastic brands, not right. even counting the micro brands, for $500. I think $500 to me is, is where you start to get awesome watch territory. You start to get in that really, and $500 for a watch for a lot of people. I think we have to sometimes, as YouTubers and watch crazy nuts or watch addicts or watch you know, because we're collectors, we are. So right. it's it's our thing. We're into it. We have a passion for it. I don't think most people honestly do. I think most people yeah. are back to where I was a few years ago. In like, oh, I need a nice watch. It's a tool. It tells the time. I'm like, okay. And when it stops working, you go get another one, or you get it fixed, or whatever it is. I think most people are in that yeah. type of you know. Right. So for for five hundred dollars is a lot of money to them to spend on a watch. Oh yeah. So, yeah. you know, and, and the YouTube game, I get it. If you want, it's all about views and it's all about this other stuff. And, and a lot of the watches I have or, or videos I have with that are homages or value price watches have a lot higher views. And so you tend to gravitate towards that. But one of the reasons, there's several reasons I started the channel. One is because, uh, <clears throat> like Miguel said, you, you searched for your notice and found Chris's videos, but I searched, there were several watches I searched for and I wanted information on it. I couldn't find it. And so I said, well, maybe I'll start my own channel and do a review on that watch or, and I also wanted to like a lot of people, like I know you guys do be honest and give people, you want to save people money. You don't want them to get screwed and you want to be honest. 
but where to put your money? If I can get somebody to buy a Casio G-Shock for 50 bucks instead of a Pagani design, they'll be much better off. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah. agree, but yeah. I think it'll be much. Yeah. I think Casio, yeah, $50 sure. Casio's way better than yeah. any $50. Yeah, homage. absolutely. I agree. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm, and, I'm, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, as far as like mon- monetary value, and I, I, I think we even asked um, Oscar this. We said, hey, so you spend 150 bucks on this homage watch. How much can you flip it for? Like, once you're tired nothing. of it, when, right. nothing. Like, you, you got to pay people money mm-hmm. to take it off your hands, basically. Can't even give it away. So that should tell you something that yes. it's like, if you want to just spend your money on something that kind of looks like something else but once you're done with it and, and and you pretty much just throw it away it's a disposable item pretty much it is. you know it is or buy a casio like you said and and look at the resale mm-hmm. value on ebay they actually do retain their price or spend oh, yeah. a little bit more get a seiko 5 i don't well, know here's the thing seiko I, five I a, is casio, great. a casio world timer the casio royale yeah. you know they call it. great, great watch 10-year battery life. I gave it to my son when he came up visiting from Tennessee. 10-year battery life. I think it cost, I don't even remember what it cost me. I don't, it was 20, 30, $40 maybe. I don't know what they're going Probably for Probably right about $25. I, $25. 10 years that sucker will last you. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? You want to talk about right. value for money. Yeah. Those things are yeah. awesome. Yes, sir. You know, and you're right about the point about how many homage watches you start 50 here, 50 there, 150 here, 150 there. So now you buy 10 of those suckers, you're up oh, yeah. in the $1,000 range. Yeah. Think right. about how many watches you can get you for a $1,000. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So yeah. I love people, oh, I, I don't know if I can afford this. Oh, no, you can afford it. If you really take a look at, step back and say, how many watches you have? I know, I know some people, 30, 40, 50, 150 value price watches. And mm-hmm. then when you add it up, you're like, Oh man, I could have afforded that Omega, right. that Speedmaster, or that you know. So it's all. Yeah. Do you have patience? Where do you want it to go? Oh, and to get back to something I, we were talking about uh, about the certain channels, you know, you're going to homage watches and like Jody and them. I think it's a natural trend when you really become a diehard collector or a YouTuber that you tend to go upstream in in whatever it is you're collecting. I mean, when you first start out, I, I, whether it's stamps or coins or whatever, mm-hmm. you'll get your feet in the door with some affordable stuff, but then right. you lust after that higher yeah. end, you know? You're right. And so I think it's a natural trend for people to go up there. And it, you can't argue with what you said, Miguel. Christopher Ward <laughs> is far and away better than any of those Chinese oh, homage yeah. watches out there. Yeah. It's just... Absolutely. So, and, and that's the thing. Once you experience it for yourself, and you, you gentlemen yes. know this, once you experience yes. something good, it's kind of hard to go back and be like, "Let me yes. pick up an homage watch and pretend like this is good." No, <laughs> it's it's really right. hard, you know. So. Right now, I'm not a big homage watch guy, but I have a couple, and I just got the uh, the Corget, the Rail Omega Railmaster homage, and like just. To let it be known, I love the Railmaster. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but I know I can't afford it right now. But you know what I'm saying? The the Corget is about as close as I'm gonna get right now. You know what I mean? So, but how does it make you when you? I, I guess I mean I'm I'm curious, right? So I know you're you've been collecting for a long time and you have a bunch of different watches, but I guess I'm curious to know when you wear that watch because you're wearing it to commemorate or remind yet. you of the other. I haven't thing. worn it yet. Okay, well, when you wear one of your homage watches, because I know you have other ones, 
Does it remind you when you look down at your wrist? Does it remind you of the Omega? Does it remind you of the Rolex? Or just do you the, say, "Oh, cool, it's its own thing"? I just, I just, I love the aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? I know, it's, but where does the aesthetic come from? It comes it's, from it's Omega. But that's what I'm saying. It's impossible, yeah. P, for but, you to look down. I, re- I realize that I'm not wearing an Omega. You know what I'm saying? I realize when I'm wearing it, I'm not fronting. Right. No, right? and I, I know so, you don't, and some people you know. do. But I right, guess the right. question that I have, the the ultimate thing that I that I want to get across or, or really find out is when you look down, first glance, and you see that aesthetic, it's hard. You're going to tell me it doesn't remind you of an Omega? Oh, yeah. It doesn't absolutely. cross your mind That's at all? That's why I bought it. That's why I bought it. Absolutely. So. Does it make you, does, let me ask you a question, Pete. Does it make you, does it take away the lust for the real thing, for the real Omega? Mm. Or does it, or does it intensify it? You know what I mean? Does it make that's you want question. the Omega more? It, it, it definitely makes me want the Omega more. Okay. Okay. Well, then that's good. For sure. That's good. Sure, but see, now playing devil's advocate here, because I do this to myself, because I've done it. I look back at my collection. I got basically two boxes, like a high-end box and then my middle kind of tier box. And I look back and I say to myself, because Miguel made a good point, you're not getting the money that you spent in certain watches. You're not getting it back right. out. You're, you're, you're just not. So I look at it and I say, dang, should I have waited and put all this money that I have yeah. in, in this right. towards like a real yeah. master or something like that? But on the other hand, with us having YouTube channels, I couldn't have done that because I needed content. So right. I basically, the way I approached it was I bought watches that I liked that I would want in my personal collection to do videos of. That's the vast majority. And some I, I, I bought 100% to do a video and I wasn't, you know, that jazzed about having it in the collection. But most of them I, I really like. And I said, well, I'll buy it for my personal collection and then I'll also make a video of it. So. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So here's an idea I've been toying around with, and I told my wife, and she kind of looked at me like I was crazy. But um, so I, I I follow this guy. I don't, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but Peter McKinnon. Um, I know some people think he's overhyped. Uh, he's a, a video guy, and he has like five million subscribers on YouTube. But he's great. He's, he's funny, and I learn a few things here and there from him. From you know, from a video perspective, right? So mm-hmm. he had this guest on. I'm sorry, I forget his name, but he talked about minimalism, and basically. Peter McKinnon is making this series where he's like, I'm getting rid of everything. So obviously the guy, he's a professional filmmaker and he has tons of camera equipment, like expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. He's basically selling it all off to just have some core pieces that he uses for his equipment. And basically he wants to do that throughout his life, I guess, wants to get rid of a lot of stuff. And it made me really think, I'm like, look, with quarantine, I don't really go to work. Uh, I do everything on my computer. I dress mm-hmm. the same all the time like in my closet i wear just a few pieces over and over and over and over and i just have so much that's just occupying space and shoes too i have a bunch of shoes that i don't ever wear i just wear the same stuff over and over and over and for the most part of my life that's how i am i'm very simple i don't like expensive stuff i wear the same crap over and over and i'm okay with it and i was looking at my watches i'm like why do i have so many watches i always just end up wearing a few ones right just just not very different um uh, variety so i was even thinking kicking the idea around of like what if i get rid of everything and just get one nice watch would i be able mm-hmm. to do it and of course you got to keep some of the core pieces in the collection that are sure. you know your, your father's watch or whatever but yep. what do you guys think about that 
as watch collectors and watch addicts, would you guys be able to do that? Just basically sell it off and just have a three piece collection? I, I, I don't know about a three piece. P Ross wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah, P Ross would not be able to do it. might be a little. I'm with P. I think three might be a little too small. But, but. but I, I, I've been selling off a lot of the fashion watches and, and Victor's. No. I've been, you know, but a three piece watch? No, I couldn't do that. Uh, what's so what's the minimum p for me i don't know i could tell you <laughs> i don't know uh 50 60 maybe i don't know wow wow that's a lot about, yeah yeah what about you i was Matt? gonna say like six ten maybe oh, nah, maybe, 50, si- maybe single digits because th- there's something about when i come down in my little man cave and i look at my mm-hmm. watch it's just oh, like just yeah. you know it's humbling I try to, I know, I think, I think, uh, Miguel's great. I try to mix them up in the day because like you said, not going to work, it's real tough. So I'll wear a watch in the morning at lunch. I'll try to switch. I try to make myself switch watches dinner just so a lot of them get, get, you know, wrist use. Time. Yeah. yeah. Get some wrist time, get, you know, because it seems like if they just sit in the box, they're not really doing anything. That's me. So I could see, I could definitely see, I'm definitely not trying to grow my, collection as fast as grown up so i could definitely see it getting smaller and i think a lot of the guys a lot of the big youtube guys and collectors you see on youtube like bruce williams and some of those other guys mm-hmm. they they do that what's that thing they call Nor- the norwegian death cleanse where before you're about to die you give all your stuff away oh they yeah, do- yeah. <laughs> they, do- <laughs> they do that i think they do that like oh, i'm going to trim it down to like i hear six a lot of people say six good pieces you got a dress piece a diver piece so you know so, I think, so I think you could do six. Oh, I don't know if I could do it, but I think, <laughs> not right now. I right, think I right. could do. Okay, so I got a, my boxes hold twelve each. I could do one box of twelve right now. That's where I'm mm. at right now. In the future, okay. it probably gets smaller, but I think one box of twelve. Cool. Now I got about six that I six or seven that I can never sell off because they're mm-hmm. from my childhood or yes, gifts yes, yes. or whatever. So I don't count those because I don't even wear those pieces. Like to be honest, yeah. with you, my older Casio data banks with the little calculator, like I can't get rid of them, but I don't wear them. Right. 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 But I'm talking watches <laughs> like this, right. Things that I bought, like things with my money, this Seiko, this mm-hmm. Hamilton, um, see things like this. I couldn't get rid of. It was a Valentine's day gift for my wife. So she'll kill me if I get rid of my vintage right. Perigo. So things like that I can't sell off, but I'm just saying like core pieces like the Notice Retrospect or this Seiko SPB or my Seiko mm-hmm. SKX, Seiko Sarb. Like, do I need all of them? Like, I don't really wear them. Like, do I need to get rid of them? I don't know. You know what I mean? And I, I've been toying out, toying, toying with the idea. And I actually just saw uh, Russell's video, our, our friend, the Mad Watch collector. Yes, mm-hmm. he yep. put out his stock uh, state of the collection right. video. I was watching. Oh it my this god, yeah. this is like watch after watch. I mean, not as crazy as Chris. Chris is just over right. the top. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But it's just like, man, I would like to know how often you wear these watches, and if you're just hoarding them because you we're watch collectors. Yes, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, I would hate to do a state of the collection because I would hate for somebody. you wouldn't be able to. You should. <laughs> you know nah, I can't. Three hour long video. <laughs> right, yeah, like, like Break I would have to the break them parts. up in brands. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. You know, here's Seiko. Here's uh, Invicta. Here's this. Here's you know, here's Casio. Lord have mercy. I don't know. I don't, do you guys know who uh, who Buddha Guns is? The wristwatch. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 So he yeah. he said he wants seven hundred and twenty watches 
That's where he could wear two, one on each wrist, every day, day of the year. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 I remember him saying that. That's a lot of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he double wrist. Yeah. yeah, yeah once yeah. once you get to servicing, then you'll start crying. Like, oh, all right. what all did right. I do? <laughs> yeah. But all right, man, we got about five minutes left. Do you wanna you wanna talk other things, Matt? It's something aside from watches, or it's, it's your your time? You wanna? No, share I, with us? I got nothing. I had a great time, guys. Awesome. Right, you guys we oh, I don't. I don't think. I'm sorry. Did did I, did we didn't get P Ross's uh, Grail? Did we? Did we forget no. him? Oh, yeah. What's his grail? There what's you go. I'm grail? interested Brightling. to know what's his grail. The 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 Brightling Navy Timer, uh, reference number eight oh six from nineteen fifty nine that Miles Davis wore. So nice. that, that very and, nice. And if I get one, it's going for about between ten thousand and twelve hundred. Twelve thousand so. Yeah. You know. So. Very nice. I, man, I got Brightling. I like Brightling. What the hell? Oh, the no, Ross just went out on the Uh-oh. screen, but it's okay, P. Ross. We can still hear you. <laughs> yeah. But other things for me, man, I just took a little vacation with the family about three days. Awesome. We went to Big Bear. And, okay. uh, man, I just, Been there? I just, yeah, I had to. I had yeah. to just um, disconnect for a little bit. And, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just when you get too much work going on and it's just too stressful, it's just you need a little break. You know there what I mean? Go. But, uh, yeah, that was cool. I, I, I got a little bit. A footage of the khaki field for an upcoming video i thought i was going to get more but honestly when you spend time with the family it's more about the family and just kind of yeah. put the camera down and put the hobby kind of aside because this is more important yep. building memories you know? so. 100%. but do you catch yourself going looking at like a tree or a rock or snow and going oh that would be a great shot oh, <laughs> yeah. you don't even know man <laughs> yeah i was like right. and yeah. i had my camera equipment with me and i, yeah, I, I took yeah. everything and i was like dang it that will make us such a cool backdrop and i'm thinking like all right how can i do this but then yeah. the wife's over there the like, wife will be like are you re- are you serious are you serious right now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway matt so where can people find you man oh youtube um rock the watch at okay. youtube yeah um on instagram, instagram at rock underscore the underscore watch Okay, cool. uh, wife recently set up a TikTok channel for me. And oh, right now man. it's just doing some okay. wrist rolls. Nothing, you know, you're crazy not dancing I, yet. No, no, no dancing. No dancing. <laughs> no dance. okay. All right. But yeah, cool. man, that's where I can you guys can check me out. Sounds good, P Ross. Ross wristwatch love everywhere. YouTube, Facebook. Sounds what good. What am I missing? Uh Instagram. 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 Right, yeah, mm-hmm. you're growing, man. You're growing. Congrats! Yeah. Well, both oh, of you, and all also of us are check out yeah, the yeah. Uh, SoCal Watch Reviews podcast on Facebook. We there, and we are in the building for sure. Yeah, SoCal there Watch Reviews, obviously for me, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and of course this podcast. <clears throat> you can find this podcast pretty much on all major platforms. Just put SoCal Watch Reviews on Google, and pretty yeah. much will pop up. And Relojando is my Spanish channel. I always get in, even though I don't think any Spanish people listen to this podcast. But who knows? Maybe they do. <laughs> I don't know. But Matt, thank you so much for uh, coming on, man. We thank you, Jen. Great time. Had, yes, sir. That awesome. Hopefully, Absolutely. I, I think a, a great episode would be to have Chris and you on together. That'd be. That'd I'm be down, cool. man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we're 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 book solid for until uh, end of April, but we'll definitely start, uh, you know, uh, booking people again for uh, for May and 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 so on. But uh, sure, I will make time. Well, thank you. We appreciate Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, everybody listening and watching, thank you so much. 
and stay humble. <laughs>